everyone and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Grace. Um, we are very excited to be starting a new series. New series. Like, yeah. yeah, we're very excited for it. But as you know it, we've got to have our question from Abby. Yes, I feel like season one, my questions were like mm-hmm. wacky. Last season, they kind of were like more like get to know us kind of questions. They're something yeah, okay. kind of back a bit more sort of wackiness. And this just oh, came God. to me. Okay. What household appliance would you be? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I don't know. It you go fast. Be, it's, it's quite a broad thing because there's quite a lot. It is very broad. Or it can even be like a household object. It doesn't have to just be an appliance. But I was thinking okay. that I think if you're going off object, I'd quite like to be like a sofa because it's like comfy. Sofa, okay. it's where I spend a lot of my mm-hmm. time at the minute. But if I had yeah. to be an appliance, I think I would go KitchenAid. KitchenAid, oh, that's a mm. good one. That's, that's a, a very good cake, one. It? That's what produces mm. cakes. So that's exactly that is so true. I always feel like I'm on like take me out when you um, ask these questions because I've got to come up with like a punchy like because yes. I'm this. Um, I think I'd be a toaster. Ooh. Um, just because, you know, like toasty, warm. Um, we love that. Bread, yeah. carbs, we love that. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with the toaster. That was a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I really like yeah. And it defrosts things. And I like to think I defrost mm. people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That was more of a take me out answer. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> so, I tried. Do you want to say what this new series is sure i would love to so the new series is we're going to title things we learnt in youth um and these aren't necessarily things that we just learned in youth it's yeah. things that you face in youth and we're going to talk about our journey as we like went in them in youth because obviously me and abby went to the same youth so we got to see that with each other um and then also kind of our experience like coming out of youth and how we've dealt with those different issues yeah um so i'm really excited for it Yes, me too. So today we're going to be talking about self-worth. Ooh. Very good. Love both self-worth. <laughs> so do you want to start it off just by like briefly saying like mm. what your journey of like self-worth with self-worth was like yeah. over you? Yeah. So I've never had a great self-worth growing up. Like I was probably one of the most self-conscious people ever. Mm. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people I've spoken to, a lot of women now that we're adults, are happy to talk about it. Mm. If you're tall as a child, mm-hmm. you always feel like you have to shrink yourself in every mm. situation. And now I'm literally like five, five and a half, you know, like I get the classic under the shoulder kind of jokes. Like the, the, but like, I live for that now because when I was younger, I was so self-conscious about how tall I was. Mm. Um, but that was just a part of it and I always felt like I wasn't as pretty as the other girls or as thin as the other girls and I remember sometimes like in primary school like this is how deep it goes like primary school age Mm. I'd come home and I'd just I remember crying to my mum until it went dark Mm. like just because I felt so self-conscious so it's always been an issue um but then I guess once you meet boys um they kind of validate you and make you mm. feel like you have some worth if they pay you attention. Yeah. Um, so I definitely 
got my self-worth caught up in that mm. um which yeah isn't good <laughs> I don't recommend it <laughs> um, when you put your self-worth in something it just lets you down it just gets worse and worse and worse yeah. um so I guess yeah over youth I um you know I'd wear a lot of makeup to cover that up like we were literally talking about this mm. how um <laughs> like when we probably we were probably about 16 well I was 16 we definitely like turn up to youth with like full like cut creases yeah. like full-on face and I remember one of our friends even like came in with like art glitter on her eyelids because she couldn't find cosmetic glitter <laughs> and it's just so funny that's how that's true yeah we were so extra and actually when you think about it it was like you know we were just so self-conscious that coming to youth like and it's so crazy because we're all best friends but actually yeah. we were so worried of comparison that we were like no mm. we've got to be our like top game best outfit mm. um yeah so I think like self-worth in youth times was like quite I don't know it was quite a tricky thing to kind of navigate through yeah um, but I'd be really interested to hear like your side of it because obviously like I could see what I was feeling mm. and like but I don't know what you were necessarily we haven't yeah. really spoken about that um I guess mine's fairly similar to yours in terms of like started probably as soon as you get into secondary school for me it was like mm. suddenly that thing of I was in like a really kind of close primary school and then suddenly mm. you get sent into the secondary school where there's new people and you're like used to your primary school like group for years and years yeah and you're you like feel comfortable with them and like it's more like your family um, and then you get yeah. thrown in secondary school with all these new people and it's like everyone has their like, own ways of doing things um, and then I found that's when I was kind of a bit like oh I need to start doing it and then that's when you, I got into like wearing makeup for the first time and it was like mm. that only came about because someone I remember having a conversation with someone in class not even someone that I was like massively like really good friends with but and she was just saying about how she wouldn't not come to school without makeup on and to me that was yeah. like the first time I was like this is so bizarre like I never even thought about it but suddenly it was yeah. like thrown on me I was like gosh this is something that I have to do um so then I found myself then kind of getting sucked into it and then very similarly obviously then like boys become a thing in secondary school and throughout your teen mm-hmm. years um so then definitely I was very similar in terms of like if a boy told me that I look nice then like that's when I can accept it and even like with my friendship group we were like such good friends in school and also with my friends outside of school but like it took I wanted them like their validation just like kind of constantly um Mm. but I I think where our kind of situation differs is that you were like very aware that you were like you had these like insecurities and like that you were self-conscious whereas for me I think I was quite oblivious to it I was like in my mm. own little like Abbey world, like not really bothered by it kind of thing, just like bobbling along, just following what everyone else did. And then when we were then in youth <clears throat> and it got to that kind of stage where like makeup boys, all of that was like very important to us. Then I found myself, it was like, I see these people once a week. I need to make yeah. my impact once a week. Cause it wasn't like your friends <laughs> that you see every single day at school. They see you at your best and they see you at your worst. These are like people that it's like once a week, I need to make my impression. So I think then it became this thing of like, I need to really wear the best outfit, wear, look great, do my hair, all of this. But I think 
then it kind of got to that point of actually being like this doesn't really matter so before mm. we get on to like kind of then when it switched yeah do you want to kind of say maybe like what it was that like caused the change I guess yeah 100% I feel like I'm literally just telling my testimony here because yeah. my whole testimony <laughs> is a testimony of self-worth um but I guess like I said I was putting it in boys like my self-worth um and that went so terribly um that I just started to hit a rock bottom that I it was like a cycle of like I believed I was worth Mm. not that much so guys treated me like I wasn't worth that much so Mm. I believed it and it was just this like cycle Mm. um and I guess I just hit a rock bottom and um God did a lot of work he had a big old chat with me um and we like started working on it together and I always use like the um parable of the wise and foolish builders in Matthew of how like my self-worth was so completely built in things that weren't stable Mm. and weren't safe um but actually like I felt like God had just like blown everything that I'd worked on building Mm. away so that I could start from the bottom again and building myself up Mm. in him um and yeah it's incredible and like obviously you know there were some days I remember um so this was all when I was in sick form and so we didn't really have a dress code in sick form and I would just come in in jeans probably one of my dad's hoodies no makeup hair in a ponytail mm. and I think like obviously you're studying so much in A levels so I was like I actually don't care yeah. um and I was kind of like doing the opposite of what I was doing before I was like you know what like I need to strip myself down like I don't care um mm. but then one of like the girls um that I was friends with she's like she was like a brutally honest like character and she was like Ellie like I'm a bit worried about you I was like why she's like we well, just look a bit of a mess <laughs> she was just so <laughs> honest and um she, I was like yeah no I just don't really care what I look like at the moment I've got too much on my plate mm. and she's like yeah but that worries me and I was like actually you can go too far the yeah. other way that you're like I am not worth anything I might as well just look like rubbish and yeah. carry on so I think it was just like you know like after that point of change it was like about finding out what the mm. balance was um yeah yeah I feel like you can go too far the other way um mm, yeah, yeah what was the point that defined you <laughs> I don't I can't really think of like a definitive point you know but mm. I think it was kind of that point where maybe like similar time to you where school became less about the social and more about actually like you have to work yeah. hard. And I think it was when I had kind of got a really like solid group within youth and like really like mm. close friendships in youth that actually it's like these people like love me so much. And I think mm. it's like no matter how I look when I turn up to youth like they're not going to change their opinion and I think that was the thing it was like accepting I think because I had found it weird like in school you never really get shown like love I guess from like the people around you um so I think that was like the first time like non-family wise that I'd like felt like real love and like real affirmation from like a community around me so I think that was like the key point of like actually there are so many people that love me and it's not because they like see so much deeper and it's like they give you these compliments that aren't just like your hair looks nice it was like these compliments actually about like what they saw inside Mm. and I think it was like slowly seeing that and then like building up the trust with these people and like not even just people that I was friends with but like leaders and stuff actually like they see so much more within you 
and then like really being told that and having that like truth spoken over me in like a really like secure setting helped me just realize Mm. I was like actually it doesn't matter to the point that then I started wearing this most horrendous jumper every single week to youth I was literally me and Ellie speak at it a lot I was literally (laughs) telling my brother's girlfriend about it earlier about how horrendous it is it was a gray sweatshirt but it had a picture of like a pizza on it with like hearts and I think the pizza may have even had a face on it and it said on it pizza (laughs) my heart I literally wore it every single week to you I thought it was so cool didn't say you have a pizza my heart I think it did yeah (laughs) even worse (laughs) literally and also embarrassing and I I, the thing is it wasn't like this is like a really like a stunning outfit I was like, I know this is comfy and casual, but I thought, this is so funny. Like, this is really going down well, but no, I was so wrong. So wrong. Um, So, I guess, obviously, like, self-worth is very important. Do you think, like, how... I don't really know how to phrase this, but, like, when do you think you first kind of discovered what self-worth was? And how has kind of your opinion or like your view of what self-worth yeah. has changed because I feel as if like yeah. you can kind of think that you know what it is like pre like quite young but then actually it does change as you kind of decide. yeah so what would you say massively yeah I don't know when I first thought of that I guess it is it was when you know that point where God started doing work and I was like oh no actually I'm worth more than this I'm like mm. worth you know, people say spending time on me, not because of the way I look or, mm. you know, like I am worth more than spending yeah. hours on my hair and makeup to go to um, school. Like mm. actually I have an education and I'm worth more than that. Or um, I don't know, but I, th- I actually think one of the turning points for me with self-worth is um, it was literally like October last year. Mm because I had never really given self-worth a thought which is funny because when I look back on my testimony it's all Mm self-worth but I'd never given a name to it um and I was talking to my friend Kate and she is a legend and she loves self-worth she loves to talk about it um she actually I'm gonna plug my pals podcast but (laughs) I have a pal or two pals and they did a podcast called well it's called we out here for vibing and she actually went on there and did a whole one about self-worth and it's really good but she said to me, she was talking about her boyfriend um, or like she was talking about relationships and she was like, I'm a catch. And if someone doesn't want me, I know another guy will. Mm. And I was like, yes, girl, you are a catch. And like, I would never think to say that. I'd be like, mm. oh my gosh, like that is way too like big headed. But it was said so humbly. Yeah. Um, and actually like knowing that you're worth something, knowing that you're a catch is so, so important. Yeah. Um, and like, I saw this quote and it was like, I know what I bring to the table and I'm not afraid to eat alone. Mm. Um, and like, I guess the, for me, that does find self-worth. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? When was the point that you were like, this is self-worth? Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think because I've been in such like a, almost like a Christian bubble my whole life. Um, mm. I think you hear of it a fair amount anyway and like you hear all these mm. verses like you're fifty one to be made like all of this like constantly yeah um but actually I think it came confusing to me when there was like self-worth 
and then there was also like self-confidence and like all Mm. of this kind of gets brought into it and almost like that I think a lot is run on social media at the minute and even years ago with there's always that thing of like you're beautiful no matter what and I think I was kind of or like self-worth became this thing to me of like actually like being able to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're like beautiful and that is like a part of it and I thought it was always like oh I can only have self-worth when I'm not insecure about anything Mm. but actually like I think it changed in youth once like compliments I think it was when the compliments changed for me and when compliments yeah. about like my character meant so much more to me than what someone yeah. thought of my outfit. Um, yeah. And we have a really good friend of ours called Justin. He was one of our leaders. Oh, and, Justin. I know. Um, and I remember this one time we did this activity in youth um, and I can't remember what it was, but we were like praying basically to like receive words and pictures about each other and he wrote we like wrote it on a piece of paper and one of his for me was um about that I was like Poe from Kung Fu Panda you know the panda <laughs> and when he told me I was a bit I kind of sat there and I was like okay thanks like panda kind of see it maybe <laughs> he like went into this like explanation about like like this big long explanation about like my character and what I'm like and all of this and like it meant so much to me and like that was probably like the most pivotal like moment of actually like this means so much to me to hear this and I literally like get reminded of it like most days of like I am Poe like channel my Poe I love that channel my Poe yeah literally and I think (laughs) that was the change of like actually like self-worth is knowing who you are as a person inside yeah. and outside but it doesn't mean that you don't yeah. have any insecurities because that still happens and I think yeah I saw this really good quote earlier on Pinterest um Love it. and I literally just came up and I was like oh this is so good this literally like sums it yeah. up and it says self-worth comes not from starting with self but from starting with Jesus placing our confidence mm-hmm. in him and believing what he says about us and yeah. I think over like the last few years especially it's been much more like actually like self-worth isn't necessarily me just like believing in myself it's also like seeing all the things that God has put into me and I think that's why then like when once people like start complimenting your character and stuff more that's when you see that actually these are the things that God's really like put into me for a reason and that is my self-worth and I like love that about myself and I think it's like still loving yourself but not loving yourself like oh I love myself because my hair is so great it's like loving myself because yeah. I have this quality or something mm, so yeah I th- sorry can I just put no, in there yeah I think one thing that you mentioned earlier like about like self-worth not being to do with like looking in the mirror and saying I'm mm. beautiful I think it's like self-worth is like even if I'm not today yeah you know because our beauty our youth our like everything mm is so unstable and actually I think self-worth is about placing it into something that is stable and like you said it starts with Jesus yeah, 100%, um, because yeah. he is the only thing that stays the same mm. um, and the fact that it's like I am not worth something because I am beautiful or because I am thin or whatever I am worth something because I am inherently loved by Jesus yeah, exactly, and yeah. I'm yeah that's my worth as a human um, yeah 
I think as well like what you're just saying about how there are still I think it's that often a misconception of like once you have self-worth you can literally look at yourself any day and be like oh my gosh I'm stunning but you like no that's not how it is I think as well a part a massive part for me of self-worth was like I might look at myself one day and think oh I don't really like how I look but I still know that there a are so many people around me that literally think you are crazy you still look amazing Mm. or like there might be something where I'm like oh I don't my personality's like getting a bit on my nerves especially in lockdown (laughs) I'm like oh my gosh I'm annoying myself um but like it's a still knowing that there's still people around you that love you but also more importantly there's a god who literally is like obsessed with you and he's like handcrafted you in that way um so would you say like some practical things that have helped you and still like help you with the whole like self-worth thing and like really understanding self-worth and developing it yeah I think one of the best pieces of advice I was given by Kate but also by the book that she recommended is by Brené Brown it's called Mm -hmm. Daring Greatly and it's all about vulnerability and it talks about the phrase like my self-worth is not on the table Mm. um and so like going into different scenarios and just before being like my self-worth is not on the table Mm. and like it seems like it doesn't seem that practical because it's not something you can do but actually just reminding yourself as you go into a situation like if you're talking to this guy that constantly puts you down Mm. and you have to go speak to him you're like right I'm going into this conversation but my self-worth is not on the table the outcome of this conversation Mm. does not define my self-worth or you know like I go into it's like whatever scenario you go into it going my self-worth is not on the table whatever happens here I'm still loved known and cherished by Mm. my god um actually the more you practice that the more you bring that to like the front of your mind the more it starts to become true for you Mm. um actually like yeah I think that's been really helpful for me to Mm. just know that um you know just because something may not go the way you want it or Mm. a conversation didn't happen or I don't know you made a little bit of an idiot out of yourself like your self-worth is not on the table um and it doesn't change just because that happened Um, and that's definitely my most practical and biggest thing of advice so Mm. thanks Brené Brown for that one yeah Um, I love Brené Brown yeah yeah legend (laughs) (laughs) um what about you what would your advice be I don't I couldn't really think of like one like set piece of advice but I think oh. I was like trying to like channel in a youth abbey um and love it I was like trying to think like what did I really like really learn about self-worth and like mm. what was it that caused me to learn that in youth my piece of advice is a few like little things combined it's like surrounding yourself with like a really good community of people that will lift you up because I think no matter you might have the best friends in the world but there will still be people that can knock your self-worth and have the ability to actually like make you doubt your self-worth so having those people that like really love you like so close to you is really important and I think because of that my mate the overarching piece of advice is to like really trust what those people say and actually like listen to what those people say because I think it's quite easy to think like oh they're just like saying that because they have to say that because I'm a friend because I think we Mm. get used to that pattern of like 
it's quite an awful yeah. thing especially in British culture of like it's like hey how you doing oh my gosh I love your outfit kind of thing as soon as you see someone and yeah. it's like an automatic response but actually like mm. take note of the things that people say about you that are like not just your outfit's great it doesn't even have to be like oh my gosh you have the kindest heart it can literally be like oh that thing that you said that's like really great or like just yeah. things like that it's like actually really taking that on and listening to those things because yeah 100 percent, they've said it for a reason and it doesn't even yeah. have to be close to people that are close to you and I think it's like listening to them and trusting to them trusting to them yeah trusting them trusting <laughs> what they said and yeah I'm reminded a bit earlier of um that two verses but one of them in particular in one corinthians which is one corinthians one verse five and it says for in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge and i think that i literally read it earlier and i was like oh my gosh like this is really true that self-worth is always developing because i read that earlier and i was like it's so true that like often it's like the one thing i feel as if it's like preached so much that we are like made in his image he's given us all these qualities but we can often like forget it a bit in a weird way um yeah but I really love how this verse is like worded in terms of like we are enriched in him and it's like not just in like our mind it's in every single way and I think that's the important thing to remember like when you doubt your self-worth go back to him because he's the one that has enriched us and I think one thing that I often find a bit helpful is if I'm like doubting myself a bit going back to my bible and just reading the story of Jesus Mm -hmm. and being like this person has made me and he's made me in his image I might not quite believe it today but he is incredible and I'm reading the story being like oh my gosh this guy is amazing I'm like maybe even one percent if that of that and wow that is amazing and I might not believe it but I am because that's what it tells me over and over again in the words so I think that's my yeah also other piece of advice yeah I love that um going back to what you said about community as well is that Mm -hmm. like you have the power to change the culture of your community and like in youth like for a while yeah we were all complimenting each other's outfits and hairs and bodies and whatever Mm. but actually like I think probably you like particularly in Justin and everything like changed the culture of that Mm. and it became oh like let's compliment people on their personality on the way that they love each other well and stuff like that and actually like that would do so much for yours and for other people's self-worth because they're being affirmed on other things that the world isn't affirming on but in the same way it's getting that balance of like you speaking into you know greatness into all your community's lives but actually also knowing that not everyone gets to speak into your life and that's so so important I wish I had known that not everyone that gives you you know tries to speak into your life and tell you who you are you don't Mm. like you don't not everyone has that right yeah Um, and actually just picking people very carefully um Mm. who you know love and trust and who know love and trust you um to remind you um when Mm. those people do get through that wall that who you actually are and actually yeah yeah picking those people so wisely um it's another piece of advice that I'd give. yeah I love that 100% I think that's the one thing that's also very easy to forget like you can take mm. on what people say because you're like they must have a valid reason to say that yeah but like yeah. just because they've said it 
A doesn't mean it's true. And you don't have to take on what they've said. That is one thing of many things that we've learned in you. Um, Definitely. I'm excited for next week. Yeah, me too. We won't say. Just come back for it because it is actually really fun. (laughs) And actually the rest, all of them for this. I think I'm excited for the next two the most. Okay. Okay. Very excited for this series. So we hope you enjoyed. And yeah, check out our Instagram, which Ellie will so plug that she does so well. (laughs) Thank you. It is at thrive.in dot grace go check it out yes go check it out and we will see you next week for the second one in this four-part series hope you've enjoyed see you next week